Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is out there for everyone. I'm Corey Lowe. I'm from Chicago. Let's begin. Welcome to the Guard Your Heart podcast. We're 10 episodes in now, guys. I know that's not exactly the giant milestone, but every step forward is always progress. and You should always be positive about every step forward that you take. Lord knows you have enough opposition in life already and enough enemies out there to try and bring you down and discourage you and make you want to give up on what it is that you're doing. So please, of course, like, subscribe, share, support. Let's continue to get the word out, review the podcast, and let's keep building and going on this journey that we're going on together. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. That is Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Now, Matthew chapter 10 is all about Jesus gathering his 12 apostles, commanding them, giving them power over unclean spirits, the ability to heal, telling them to go preach the gospel and warning them what they'll expect to go through and how they should apply themselves during these times. He flat out tells them that there's going to be circumstances and trials and tribulations, but to know that he is with them. And even during certain times when they're brought up against those who would judge them and persecute them, that the Holy Spirit inside of them would give them the proper words to speak. Now, if you've heard any of my other episodes so far, you know that I don't normally talk about the devil and the enemies that we face as Christians. I normally don't do that because the Bible makes it clear that despite any outside opposition that we go through, it is our own personal walk with God and the decisions that we make that will determine our salvation and will determine how our life is going to play out. Meaning that no matter what we go through, there is nothing that can stop us as long as we cling to God, as long as we follow God. The Bible says, submit unto God Resist the devil and he will flee from you. No matter what we go through as Christians, if you remember that and apply that to your life and believe and trust God, you will overcome your situation. That is just a fact. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have an enemy and that we don't have opposition in someone out there who hates us and wants to see us destroyed and not live our best life. Fact of the matter is, guys, the devil is real. Demons are real. And the devil has only one mission, which is to kill, steal, and to destroy our lives. Quick little history, Satan rebelled against God, got kicked out of heaven, and now he's cast in hell. And his whole goal ever since we've been created has been to make us suffer the same fate and be stuck in the same misery that he is stuck in. The devil is defeated, and he wants us defeated as well. So we as Christians who preach the gospel, who live the gospel, who try and help and change the world, which is our mandate, the enemy does what he can to try and limit that message, reduce that message, and even prevent that message from being spread throughout the world. I'm sure you've heard that old saying that the greatest trick the devil did was convince the world that he doesn't exist. If the truth begins to be watered down, then it is therefore no longer the truth, right? 
God does not want us to be ignorant or unaware of our adversaries. He just doesn't want us to fear them, but he always wants us to be aware and knowledgeable of what's going on. You can never defend yourself properly if you don't know what you're even defending yourself against. It's interesting when we read the Bible and we read that Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days fasting and then the devil came and tried to tempt him three different times. This is, of course, during the beginning of his ministry. Now, Jesus' ministry was only about three years and a couple months, give or take, something like that. And his attacks didn't end there. After he told Satan to leave me alone, then he ended up spending the rest of these years dealing with the Pharisees, ultimately dying for our sins and being resurrected. The average human lifespan today is around 79 years. So three years isn't exactly a long time, relatively speaking. Now, outside of the fact that when he was born and a baby, his life was in danger due to King Herod. And so his mom and his earth dad had to leave and flee to Egypt for a while. But beside those occurrences, we really don't see in the Bible anywhere else where Jesus was attacked or in danger in any type of way until he begins his ministry. Once he starts spreading the word and performing miracles and changing lives, does he become under attack? When you begin to do what God has called you to do, you will begin to face opposition and start facing danger. But that's okay, because God is with you and he will take care of you. Make no mistake, being a Christian means that you do have enemies. There are people out there who will disagree with you, who will try to hurt you, and who will try to give you harm. But that will just be persecution, which we are all required as Christians to go through. Now, I would be remiss to point out that I live in America, and because of that, I am awarded certain opportunities and protections and freedom that, say, Christians in a place like China are not. I am grateful that I live in a society where I can freely express my faith. Yes, there's a big social movement going on. Yes, there's separation of church and state and bad things do happen here in America. But I can honestly say just being objective that I do have it easier as opposed to living in a different country where religion, period, is outlawed or you have to follow a certain religion or you could be executed. So I do thank God for that. And I think we all need to, if we're in a position of safety and comfort, need to give God thanks for that. But that being said, I will not minimalize what it is that we go through and will go through even here. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Now, the enemy does not want the truth to be out there. And as I said earlier, the truth begins to get watered down. All of a sudden, God does not heal anymore. Where the heck did that lie ever come from? God is still a healer. God still desires for his people to be healed from sicknesses and disease. Now, somehow, we've allowed certain lies to grow within the church that have watered down the faith that we believe in. Somehow, we've divided the faith that we believe in, and we started taking certain things and throwing away certain things. We'll keep certain truths and stories like Jesus dying for our sins, but we'll throw out 
everything else. When we talk about obedience, when we talk about sexuality, when we talk about marriage and things like that, we start to make compromises. The enemy does not want to focus on God, the Father, and Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He does not want to focus on the Trinity. He wants to focus anywhere else but God, because he knows if we focus on God, if we give our attention to God and commune with God, we will be okay. So he spreads deception and he spreads perversion through our faith. And unfortunately, there are people who allow that to happen. And that's why we have the world that we live in today. That's why we have this sinful world where a Christian will fight another Christian and a Christian will tell you that they don't believe in the Bible because they are deceived. And it's the enemy who brings that type of deceit. I always say our Christian walk is a process. You know, it takes time. Things take time to develop. Habits take time to grow and be broken. However, Jesus never said or told us to do anything that we could not do. So when he told us to be perfect as God, our father in heaven is perfect. He said that knowing that we could reach that type of point one day. And for the record, it's nothing that we do within our own strength. It is Christ who lives within us as we accept in him as our Lord and Savior, who makes us perfect, who makes us forgiven and redeemed and to live a righteous lifestyle. Which goes back to what I just said. The devil wants to keep our focus off of God and put it on anything else, no matter what it is. Just take our focus off of God and the things that pertain to God. I mean, it's crazy how there's a large portion of the Christian community who believes in praying to a virgin woman who, after she gave birth, wasn't even a virgin anymore because she went on to have relations with her husband she had sex with her husband and had more children one of those children being james who was the brother of jesus who has written a passage in the bible the only hail mary we should be concerned with is the hail mary at the end of the fourth quarter in a football game hoping that our team wins and either stops it or catches that football if necessary this is just one of the biggest examples of how we take the focus off of God and Jesus by going to somebody else. Only Christ is the one we need to pray to. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Jesus Christ is the only mediator between God and man. That is why when we pray to God, we ask in the name of Jesus. And that's it nobody else. But folks, I want to thank you all for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please support. Please comment. Please remember to send me all your prayer requests. And as always, let's end in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you are always faithful. I thank you that you stand on your word, that you swear by yourself, Father, who you are and that you will do all that you said that you would do, Father. Lord God, I just ask that you bless all those who listen, Father, in the name of Jesus. I just pray that you would keep them sheltered and protected, Father. I thank you that you are our refuge, Father, that you are our strength, and that you are our provider, Lord God. 
Father, I just thank you for being our constant defense, and I thank you that you would not have us be ignorant, Lord God, but that you would teach us all things that we need to know, Father. And I just pray that we be continually strengthened, encouraged, and protected, Lord God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you all for listening.